The role playing hour next to water. Water seems less bland. Ah, now to sit down, relax, and read my favorite book, the Kama Sutra. Maybe one day I will get to practice its arcane lore. <clears throat> the following types of men are not fit to be resorted to by courtesans, viz. One who is consumptive, one who is sickly, one whose mouth contains worms, one whose breath smells like human excrement. Wait, let me, let me write this down. One whose breath smells like human excrement. Okay. <clears throat> one whose wife is dear to him. One. One who speaks harshly. One who is always suspicious. One who is avaricious. Okay. Okay. That was, that was weird. One who is pitiless. One who is a thief. One who is self-conceited, one who has a liking for sorcery. Okay, okay, very weird. <laughs> my reading voice doesn't even sound like my own. Let me, <clears throat> let me try that again. One who, one who, one who is pitiless. No, it, it, it doesn't work. Okay, maybe I was just reading a bad bit. <laughs> <clears throat> let me try another. <clears throat> Here we are now. Uh, <clears throat> when a young man perforates the lingam, he should pierce it with a sharp instrument and then stand in water so long as the blood continues to flow. At night, he should engage in sexual intercourse, even with vigor, so... So as to clean the hole after this. After this, he should continue to wash the hole with decoctions and increase the size by putting into it small pieces of cane and the right here antidicenterica and thus... And thus gradually enlarging the orifice. Hum... The ways of enlarging the lingam must now be related. When a man wishes to enlarge his lingam, he should rub it with the bristles of certain insects that live in trees, and then after rubbing it for ten nights with oils, he should rub it with bristles as before. By continuing to do this, a swelling will gradually be produced in the lingam, and he should then lie on a cot... And cause his lingam to hang down through a hole in the cot. Okay, 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 weird, weird, very weird. I'm trying to read the book, but it, it's coming out in some kind of different voice, almost like... Almost like there is more than one of me reading the book. Like, like I'm part of some kind of club. Like some kind of audio book club. Very strange. <clears throat> okay, one more time. One more. I'll turn to the pages in chapter six. <laughs> of the different ways of lying down and the various kinds of congress. My favorite part. The descriptions are so erotic. Okay. When a man enjoys many women altogether, it is called... The Congress of a Herd of Cows. The following kinds of Congress, viz. Sporting in water or the Congress... Of an elephant with many female elephants. Which is said to take place only in the water, the Congress... Of a collection of goats. Or the Congress... A collection of deer. Take place in imitation of those animals. <laughs> the people in the southern countries also have a congress. In the anus that is called the lower congress. SBJ. I've got to close the book. It sounds so weirdly threatening. This is the Kama Sutra, not the Necronomicon. The means of getting rid of a lover are as follows. Describing the habits and vices of the lover as disagreeable and censurable with a sneer of the lip and the stamp of the foot putting down his pride. Yeah! Oh, now the Kama Sutra is open on its own! It's speaking for itself! Oh, I should never have delved into such a book of forbidden knowledge! Laughing at his attachments to her, laughing without any joke, or at the time of any joke made by him, laughing under some pretense. 
Laughing! Laughing! No! No! Reciting his faults and vices and declaring them to be incurable. Faults! Vices! Saying words to her female attendants calculated to cut the heart of her lover to the quick. For shame, lover. For shame. No. What did I... What did I do wrong? Oh, this sounds more like the- Interrupting him in the middle of his stories and beginning to tell other stories. The telltale heart than the Kama Sutra. Laughing ma- <laughs> Man, I hope the shop takes his tic-tac-toe board back and gives us a refund. They have to. No matter how many times we played, neither of us could ever win. Yeah, it's clearly broken. I didn't think it would be so busy in the city today. Everyone must be taking their tic-tac-toe boards back. They should do a product recall. This won't take long, will it? I have to get back home in time to feed my fish. Not long. If I'm late, he gets grumpy. We have plenty of time. Oh my gosh. Do you, do you see who I see? Who? <gasps> there! Wow. Hey. Hey, Steve. Yes? Steve from Bleep. I thought you were dead. Oh, sorry. You must have me confused with someone else. You're not Steve from Bleep? Oh, no. I'm Steve from Dataset. But... You don't have a twin brother? Not that I know of. Did you ever meet Steve from Bleep? Because you look and sound just like him. Mm, Sorry, Bleep was before my time. I joined Radio Adelaide with Dataset. And you perform on there with Tom? That's right. Who used to be on Bleep? Yes. Psst, Jim. Yes? Maybe this is Steve from Bleep's son. Steve? Son of Steve? Yes, maybe. Do you have a dad called Steve? As a matter of fact, I do. Looks similar to you, about the same height? About the same age. (laughs) Well, uh, about the same height, but I am considerably younger than him. Obviously. Wow, if this guy is the son of Steve from Bleep, he is aged really badly. But with whom does Steve from Bleep share a secret passion? Was it someone else from Radio Adelaide? Maybe a presenter from Streetcast or Mosh? Illicit fumblings astride the sound desks of the studios after dark. Love pulsing back and forth between them during musical breaks. Was Tom the mother? Maybe. Maybe. There is a lot we don't know about that metrosexual Lothario. Tom will be on Zap in about an hour. Maybe listeners will want to call in and ask him about it. Maybe. Anyway, it was nice to meet you, but I am very busy. I must go. Go? Go where? Dataset was a summer show, though each hilarious look back at 80s culture is still available as a podcast for download from the Radio Adelaide website, along with such other summer gems as the Radio Adelaide Audio Book Club. Dataset is finished. No new episodes are going to air. What could you possibly have to do? I'd have to start preparing scripts for the shows next summer. Such things take care and preparation, you know. One doesn't just write a script a week. If you did, what you got would be crap and... Full of mistakes. That's ridiculous. I never would mistakes make doing suck a thing. For some of us, quality, care and professionalism are important. So, I shall be seeing you. I have eight months to slave over dialogue for 13 60-minute episodes, or 40 once the songs are taking out, of witty banter about 80s nostalgia. Good day to you, sir. I tip my hat. Did you see when he tipped his hat? What? On the hat band, he used the same Milner as Steve from Bleep did. Hmm, we may have to pay this hat shop a visit. Okay, but first, we'll return tic-tac-toe. Obviously. Here we go. I hat you, I hat you all. This was the hat shop Steve from Bleep used. Let's go in! Ding dong! 
Hello, sir, lady. Welcome to I Hat You, I Hat You All. We have all the hats you could possibly want right here. Pith helmets, pork pies, fezzes, chupolas, fedoras, patkas, kufkis, pickle halves, sombreros, turbans, boaters, trilbers, bonnets, wimples, tricorns, beavers, pillboxes, capotes, top hats, coifs, of course, bandanas, crowns, mitres, glengarries, berets, cowls, bearskins, coonskins, beef eaters, kepis, ten gallons, balmorals, coolies, boonies, flatcats, baseball hats, shipses, bowlers, chilotes, shower caps, unshankers, helms, uh, bucket hats, straw hats, busbies, akubras, nightcaps, hombergs, eight point caps, beanies, aviators, balaclavas, thomas shanters, snoods, veils, do slouch hats, any type of hat or headgear you want, we have it. Do you have a Santa hat? Fuck you. Wait, that looks like... Oh my gosh! You're right! That's Steve from Bleep! Hmm? No, sorry, you're mistaken. Then Steve from Dataset? No, again, sorry, I'm Steve the Hatmaker. Is your mum called Tom? This is Lance Hendricks and I hate the role-playing hour because they smell bad and they make my cocker spaniel uncomfortable. This is John Reese davis and I hate the role-playing hour because they smell like a dirty girl's pants. Why would I hate a dirty girl's pants? <laughs> You've got the wrong dwarf there, laddie. Clearly, Steve from Bleep is posing as various people for who knows what reason. Well, he is an actor, and impersonation is one of their powers. Yes, but we were so sure Steve from Bleep was dead. He must have faked it, and then used his actor powers to blend into society, taking over other people's lives, like how some female deep-sea fish absorb male deep-sea fish during mating process. Ugh. Yeah, I've always wanted to absorb a male during the mating process. Come here, male. Maybe then I'll be able to grow a beard. Yeah, you'd actually have to have a mating process. Hey, I could have a mating process if I wanted. I'm just shy. Life isn't all about the mating process, Jim. It is if you want to absorb a male. Well, how many males have you absorbed? Are we talking this week or this month or... You're a living stereotype, Jim. No, I'm living the dream of being a stereotype. There's a difference. But anyway, Steve, identity thefted. Yes, he identity frauded. Actors, they think their acting powers mean they can get away with anything. They should be castrated. Why should they be castrated? Isn't that like what they do to milk? No, that's pasteurised. Oh, well, that's what I meant. Why should actors be pasteurised? So they can last longer. So we can bask in the glow of their talents for a little bit longer. Also to reduce the chance of getting salmonella or E. coli from them. Do you think we should tell the police about what Steve has been doing? No. No? We should tell the beef eaters. No, beef eaters here. But Steve was selling a beef eaters hat. Does that mean he has no market? No, I mean, people probably buy them for dress-up parties. Isn't that a crime, impersonating a beef eater? I don't know. Well, what is the Australian equivalent of the Yomen waters of Her Majesty's Royal Palace and Fortress, the Tower of London, and members of the Sovereign's Bodyguard of Yomen's Guard Extraordinary? You mean the equivalent of people who guard the Tower of London and the Crown Jewels, but who mostly act as tour guides? Yeah. I don't think there is one. There must be! Where is our Tower of London? Where is the Tower of Adelaide? Um, Dazzleland? Okay, fine. We'll talk to the police. Good. And we're just passing the station. <laughs> Hello. I'd like to report a possible crime. Yes, sir. What is it? Um, a guy I know, Steve from Bleep, I think he faked his own death and has now stolen the identities of various local persons. Oh, no, Steve would never do that, sir. What do you mean? I saw him do it, officer. I saw... Wait a minute. What is your name? My name is Officer from the Police Station. Officer from the Police Station? Hmm. What's your first name? Steve. Ah! I think I need to see a counsellor. Very well, sir. We have a community counsellor in the very next room. First door on the left. I believe they're free at the moment. Have a nice day, sir. 
Thanks. Counselor, I think I'm going crazy. What seems to be the problem, sir? I keep thinking I'm seeing Steve everywhere. Indeed. And is that really such a bad thing? Yes. I mean, no. I mean, but it's impossible, right? I must be seeing things. Perhaps you put this Steve figure up on a pedestal. Perhaps you idealise him. Perhaps he is your notion of a flawless human being. And so you are projecting his qualities onto your fellow man, on those who don't match up. I mean, really, you might just be compensating for the world's faults and creating a more perfect world in your head. No, I mean, I don't know. Sure, he's strong, handsome, he smells nice, and I do like bears, but no, I don't think so. I mean, I have a crush on Harry from One Direction, and I haven't been projecting his face onto anyone. Oh, Harry's my favourite too. Look, I have a poster of 1D on my office wall. I see, that's nice. Wait, that's not Harry, that's Steve. Steve's not in One Direction. Isn't he? Oh my god, Counselor, what is your name? <laughs> Steve, of course. Ah, and you have no hat. It's not the hat maker. What's going on? DM, something strange, something terrible has happened. Ha <laughs> ha, you know? How do you know? What? Wait, are we talking about the same thing? You go. Outside, we keep seeing Steve from Bleep everywhere. And I mean everywhere. In shops, driving buses, sweeping roads. Every crowd we walk past seems to disguise at least one Steve looking back at us. Wait, what if we're Steve? What? What if I'm Steve right now? I don't think you are. I might have Steve inside me. I don't think you have Steve inside you. I could. Steve might be inside me and I wouldn't even notice. No. Yes, Jim, I might be lost already. Please, I can feel myself steving. Wendy, you're not steving. You're just being a hypochondriac. Steve is inside me and I can't even feel it. No, look, Wendy. Guys, I think this might be my fault. How? Well, I... I opened this ancient mystical tome of forbidden lore, the Kama Sutra, and the book started speaking by itself. Pages were turning by themselves... The Kama Sutra is from the Far East, as you know, and the cultures there have oriental ways full of magics. They're not human like us. I've unleashed the Kama Sutra's power upon the world! It's my fault! I should never have been tempted to look inside it. It doesn't even have pictures. Why did you look, DM? Why? I wanted to know how to sneak into a harem, and I wanted to know what unguents and periaps to place upon my lingam. DM, I'm so sick of hearing about your linguum! How is that related to what we saw, DM? Well, you remember Steve, right? Flaming red hair, booming voice, broad torso. I think he might be an Efreet, or one of the flame demons of ancient Arabia. Indian and Arabian lore crossed over in a lot of ways, after all. I mean, the Arabian Nights was based on earlier Indian tales, and there was a lot of contact back and forth along the Silk Road. Wait, an Ifrit? You mean Steve was a genie? More like one of the Dijini, Jim. One of the Dijini. But they have more hit points. I know. I think Steve, with his renowned sexual prowess, may have embodied the raw sexual energy that the closed pages of the Kama Sutra were keeping at bay. I unleashed them from their prison, and now Steve is free to walk the earth. His name is Legion. Steve Jen. Is Steve in me or out of me? I just can't tell. Steve, you're going to have to tell me. Are you in me or out of me? My name is Freddie Williams II, and I hate the role-playing hour because they turned me into a juvenile delinquent. This is Jonathan Frakes, and I hate the role-playing hour so much that whenever I hear it, I want to eject my warp core. 
What have you set free by reading the Kama Sutra DM? The dark powers within that book have created a world full of Steves. Steve clearly represents some sort of demonic force of pure sexual passion as celebrated by the Kama Sutra. Why did you need such forbidden knowledge? My internet cable wore out. I can't get a new one until tomorrow. What if the world keeps filling with Steves? How do we possibly fight against a world full of Steves? We need to harness the anti-Steve. <gasps> what is the anti-Steve? Let's see, it would have to have blue hair. Grover? Yes, Grover! Wait, no, I don't think Grover is going to help us here. I'm going to call my mum. I want to make sure she's safe. Beep, 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 sheep. Hello, mummy. Hello, dear. How are you? Mum, I just wanted to say... Wait, you don't sound like my mummy. Of course I'm your mummy. If you're my mummy, prove it. You suckled from my teat for 11 months. I don't have to prove anything. Oh, you were always such a hungry child, biting at my nipples. You'd suck them red raw. I'd switch you over to another, because the first hurt so much, and pretty soon enough, that nipple would be bruised and tender. My, your little mouth sure did like to suck. I guess. That does sound like something my mummy would say. Sometimes. I'd put my milk into a bottle just to give my nips some relief. Hmm. I remember... When you were a toddler, and I'd have you in the shower with me, and you'd point between my legs and say, Mummy, what's that? And I'd say, Oh, don't you worry, my little one. You'll have that too someday, when you're a woman. Yes. I'm still not sure I have one. Mm. Anyway, why are you calling, dear? Has your thrush come back? Do you need some tips? You know, Wendy, we can kind of hear what your mum is saying on the phone, even from here. Did she just ask, has your thrush come back? Wait a minute, Mummy. No, she was talking about the bird. Thrush the bird. I had thrush and it flew away. And she was just asking if it has come back yet. I didn't know you had a thrush. I did. I had a thrush. Well, I hope your thrush comes back. No, mummy. My thrush sadly hasn't come back. Oh, you always had it as a child. Stop playing with it, I'd have to say. Stop playing with your thrush. That thrush has been around a long time. How long do thrushes live for? That's not why I'm calling. I just wanted to check how you're doing and... Well, not to worry, I'm fine. And I hope you're fine as well, dear? Yes. Fine. Mummy, what a deep voice you have. All the better to offer homespun advice with, my dear. Uh-huh. Is Daddy there? Yes, I'll put him on. Just a moment. Hello, Wendy, dear. Daddy? Yes, dear. Um, how are you? Oh, I'm fine, dear. Well, that's good, Daddy. Oh, I love it when you call me Daddy. Uh-huh. Um, Daddy, you haven't seen anything strange lately, have you? Strange? Uh, no. You are my daddy, aren't you? <laughs> what kind of question is that? Of course I am. Why, I remember when you were just a little girl. I used to carry you on my shoulders so you'd feel like a giant. Yes, you'd be giggling and laughing as happy as a pig in mud. Your legs wrapped around the neck of your daddy. Right. Well, um, can you just tell me what is Mummy's name? <laughs> what is Mummy's name? Why, what an odd girl you're being. Please, just what's Mummy's name? Mummy's name is Steve, of course. Okay, thanks. <sighs> well, they seem completely normal. Wait, didn't he just say your Mummy's name is Steve? 
Oh, yeah. My mummy's name has always been Steve. What the hell? She She's in a Stevie Nicks and a Fleetwood Mac cover band like Stevie Nicks. My mum's legal name is Stephanie, but everyone calls her Stevie or Steve. You should hear her sing Leather and Lace or Edge of Seventeen. You don't think her voice was a little deep? She was probably singing at a gig or last night. It makes her a bit hoarse. Oh, why am I being punished? I just wanted to learn about being rudy while nudy. I'd punish you for that. How much would you charge? Shut your face. I just looked out the window and I saw a man walking. His Steve! Oh, God, they're everywhere. We need to find some way to keep the Steves at bay. We don't want them to come and get us. Is there something Steves have an aversion to? Real work? Yes, but how are we going to force him to do real work? We can't, but maybe we could do real work and then he wouldn't want to go near us. But then we have to do real work. Yeah, that's true and I have an aversion. So do I. We're screwed. The Steves are going to get us. Maybe we're looking at this the wrong way. I mean, a world filled with Steves will be strange, but is it so bad? I mean, it's not like he's steve What did you say? I said it's not like he's evil. No, I suppose not. I can think of a few people I know who I would in fact prefer to have replaced by someone else. (laughs) If there were Steve, it might even be better. What did you say? I said if there were Steve, it might even be better. What if Scarlett Johansson was replaced by Steve? Mm, It'd be harder to whack off to, but I'd manage. How does it happen? How can someone be replaced by Steve right in the middle of what they are doing? I mean, what if I get a pap smear? Will I look down and see a friendly, smiling face of my gynecologist as he descends between my legs? And then when he rises up again, I'll be confronted by the grinning face of Steve? That would be terrifying! I wouldn't even get dressed! I'd just jump up and Steve! What did you say? I said I wouldn't even get dressed. I'd just jump up and leave. Plus, too much of any one thing is bad. Even if you ate chocolate ice cream every day, you'd get bored pretty quick. If the world were all Steve, we'd quickly want to receive. What did you say? I said if the world were all Steve, we'd quickly want to reprieve. Are they separate entities, or do they all think as one? Do we even know if there can be more than one Steve at a time? You only ever see one in a group, right? He could be playing a trick. True. Maybe there is only one Steve running from place to place, trying to freak us out. Still, if there is a multitude, and if they do all share the same thoughts, the same will, if they could work together on great projects without debate, without argument, think of all the things we could have Steve. What did you say? I said Steve of all the Steve we Steve Steve. DM, out of your mouth just then. You Steve, just Steve the Steve Steve and over and over. Steve, you're steving it too. Oh, Steve, we're all steving, steveified. Steve that. I Steve, what a steving, steveable, predictor Steve. Oh, SBJ, the Steves have steved. We've all been steved over in the steved in the Steve. No, not my precious Steve. I was saving that for Steve. Steve, 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 Steve. Steve, 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 Steve. Listeners, Steve, you ever Steve, so Steve with Steve, that you Steve, Steve about anything, Steve, <sighs> that you Steve, Stephen, Steve. If so, Steve was that Steve, and Steve did Steve come to Steve, Steve, you're Steve. Call Steve or Steve on our face, Steve wall, and let us Steve. The number to Steve is 83135000, or Steve can Steve on our Steve book wall at www.facebook.com slash the playing hour. You're listening to Steve, 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 and Steve here on the Steve Steving Hour on Radio Steve 101.5 FM, digital radio, and on Steve. 
Our old Steve's can be found at our WordPress, Steve, at the roleplayinghour.wordpress.com, and more recent Steve. <laughs> And more recent Steve's at the Radio Adelaide web Steve itself. But right now, call Steve on 83135000 or Steve on our Steve Steve wall and Steve us about a Steve you just could not Steve out of your Steve. This is Robert O'Reilly, and I think the role-playing hour are a bunch of filthy patacks. This is K9. Though this unit is incapable of emotion, I calculate that... The role-playing hour has a 98% probability of causing feelings of hate and distress in any sentient life form. SBJ, we're back and someone has written on the Facebook wall, Stephen Gower, do we say his last name? You've said it like a million times before. Stephen C. says, Steve is in me too. I'm steving. Felt this way for so long. Now I know what's wrong. Oh, it's a Steve-based uh-huh. poem. It is. I like that. A Steve Koo. Steve Koo. Steve. <laughs> okay, well, no one else has written on the wall, but that's good because we don't have much time. So mm. I can announce, or someone else can announce if they want, the fantastic subscriber prize. For, so, you know, you can subscribe to Radio Adelaide. It's not a bad idea. Why should you do it? Well, it's a community station that is, um, therefore, representative of... And supported by the community. You hear things in the station you won't hear anywhere else, like our show. And uh, most of the people who come in here donate their time and their effort and their energy and their precious life force. Radio Adelaide's like a skexy sucking the <laughs> essence out of uh, the, their little representatives. So if you want to give, you know, Friends? if you want to give them the some movie. more power to. Do that, then you might subscribe. And um, there is something in it for you. This month, you can win a prize. You go into the draw to win five season passes to the Adelaide Roller Derby 2014 season. And what does Wilma call it? Meals on Wheels. Meals on Wheels. (laughs) Finally, I get it right. (laughs) Roller Derby. See every thrill and spill as the Salty Dolls, Road Train Rollers, Mild Eye Club, and Wild Horses duke it out. If Apparently that, there are boys' teams, too. I didn't <gasps> even know. Really? If that, I had no idea. What's the point so of that? Meals on Wheels for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if that sounds like something <laughs> that you would like to win. <laughs> if that sounds like something you would like to win, $75 to subscribe to Radio Adelaide, or it is only 40 concession. Or you could not subscribe this month so I can win. Mm. And then <laughs> 750 for a lifetime. And you'll also get a magazine sent out to you. It's a tax deduction because it's basically like a charity. We're a charity case, basically. Um, yeah. To subscribe, dial 8313-5000 during business hours or contact us on our Facebook wall or Google Radio Adelaide and uh, get the details there. That's the way you can do that. Are you still judging me, Moosehead? I'm judging you. But I did it! I told them! I told them what you wanted me to tell them! He doesn't say anything else. That's all he says. Hmm. Hmm. One trick pony. One trick moosehead. How are you feeling, Wendy? Being quiet. Hmm, Steveling. <gasps> no! No! SPJ! This is Patricia Quinn, and I hate role-playing ours so much that I'm taking this house and going back to the planet transsexual in the galaxy of Transylvania. Come on, Riff. Shift it. This is Corin Nemec, and I hate the role-playing hour because 
when we went to the sauna, they decided to go full Swedish. And I didn't need to see that. Steve, Steve, Steve. It's BJ. I can talk again. Guys, you just need to spit out the Steve from your mouths. I'm afraid, DM. Hold me rhythmically by the dick. No, we have more important things to worry about. How can we force these demons, these ifrit, these djinn, these spirits of Steve, back into the pages of the Kama Sutra from whence they came? I can't remember the last time whence I came. So hold me rhythmically. No, dear God. Wendy, do you think holy water works on Steve? Probably if we want to baptize him. Do we want to baptize him? I don't know. Neither do I. We could at least give them each different names, then it might be mildly less creepy. Hmm. Wait, didn't I hear somewhere that Steve's can't cross our threshold if uninvited? Oops. What? Well, I wanted to see if there was one Steve or many. I wanted to try and get them all in one place at the same time, like, you know, how you find out if Superman is Clark Kent. I sent out a mass Facebook invite for a party next week. Where? At our threshold. Yes, but are they allowed to cross? I said they can cross if they bring dip. Wendy, your lust for dip has doomed us all. Wait, I think... I think Steve can't appear unless you say his name three times. What's that? How many How many times do you have to say Steve's name? You have to say Steve three times. Three Steves? Three Steves. Oh, well, we'd never do that, so maybe we're safe. Hang on. Actually, I think that's Drop Dead Fred. Are you sure? I have a feeling that was maybe another 80s movie. Wasn't it Bloody Mary? No, it was Drop Dead Fred. I don't know. I don't know. Look... I had a letter published in a Drop Dead Fred fanzine when I was a kid. Okay, you're the authority. Oh my gosh, I forgot. I need to feed my fish. Um, guys. My fishbowl is filled with Steve. Oh no, and look, he's trailing poo like a fish. Fish, what is your name? Steve from Dataset? Steve from the pet shop. Steve has stolen the identity of my fish. He must want free fish food. Oh no, you don't. This is creepy. We should get rid of him. How? I don't know. Pour him down the sink. But he'll get stuck. Then tip him into the toilet. We can't do that. It will be better for him. Imagine Steve swimming free in the open waters. Much nicer than him being jammed in this tiny fishbowl. I guess. He does look kind of uncomfortable. Can I have my fish food now? Okay, we'll flush him. Help me carry the bowl. Okay, Steve, time to go down. You can be with your friends. This doesn't look like my home. Are you sure this is better for him, Jim? I'm sure. I'll flush. He, he's not going down. It's only flushing around his hand. I'll try rearranging him. Uh, uh. Oh, give me a hand. Uh, it's like moving a bag of cement. Oh, uh, the water is just whirling around the top of his head. Oh, this is too cruel. Wendy, I thought you loved me. Wait, head first is best for a baby. Flipper first is best for a fish. Isn't that the saying? I've never heard that saying. So uncultured, Jim. Here, let's put his flipper foot in the bowl. Okay, go down there. Get down there, you son of a... Get down there, you bloody... 
Yeah. He's still. He, he's still not going down. Is it time now? Look at him gasping for air or, or breathing. One of the two. I'll try the plunger. Here we go. Wait, wait, just uh, having a break. Stretching my back. Okay. Wait, I got, wait, wait. I gotta get my hernia belt. Can you just do me up in the back, Jim? Okay. And, and I've gotta get my plunging shoes. They're more like galoshes, really. Okay. Go down, Steve. Go down. Why won't you go down? I'm going back to what I'm convinced started all this mess. The Kama Sutra. No, DM. Don't open those arcane pages. Perhaps if I read all the sex positions backwards. Oh, no. If he opens that Kama Sutra, more Steve start flying out. Uh, hello, it's me, Steve from Dataset. I just came to say hello. Hello, it's me, Steve, uh, the finch from the nest across the road. I just came from feeding my worms to my brood of chirping baby Steves, and I wanted to say hello too. Hey, it's me, Steve the Stevedore. I just came to say hello as well. Oh no, all the Steves are here. We're being swamped. They must know that the DM is about to tamper with the hollow book of Steve, otherwise known as the Kama Sutra. I don't care. I'm reading. <clears throat> the semen of women continues to fall from the beginning of the... The semen of women continues to fall from the beginning of the sexual union until its end, and it is right that it should be so, for if they had no semen, there would be no... Oh, embryo. See, I told you, I told you my Kama Sutra was speaking for itself and had supernatural powers. Wait, that voice. Isn't that... Hey, you know, now that you mention it, it is kind of familiar. Ah, you got me. It's me, your alien friend, Gordon. I will stop pretending to be a book now. Wom wom. <laughs> But why were you pretending to be a book? Practical joke. I wanted to freak the DM out. Oh, and the Steves. That was me too. While I was messing with the DM, I thought, hey, I should give my friends Wendy and Jim some fun too. Using my unlimited godlike power, I could see that you had just bumped into a very handsome, very handsome and talented human called Steve from Dataset. I thought, why aren't more humans like him? And so I made a few more just as a prank, and I totally got you. Admit it. So it did work. A while back, we brought you back to life, and here you are. You came back to us. Are you gonna stay? We shall see. What is it like being dead? Uh, I'm just going to avoid answering that question if it's okay with you. Aww. So, there was no real connection between the Steves 
and the Kama Sutra. It was you behind both as separate acts of prankery with your godlike alien powers. Yes, but look at you humans, creating cause and effect and making connections when none are there, always seeking meaning and order in a chaotic and meaningless universe. I had forgotten how pitifully charming that was. Okay, but you didn't answer one thing. Why a book? And why in my room? Why did you spend the last few months as a living, speaking book. I wanted to remind you of something, DM. You humans create these meanings. You invent these stories and attach them to your lives as if your lives have direction, as if they have purpose, but a being like me with unlimited power who can make anything she imagines real. I can change that story if I want. In an instant, with a thought, if your life was a book, I could write the next page or tear it out. <laughs> Alien, is this because I, I killed you that one time? Because I was hoping you might have gotten over that. I mean, we're all adults here and... Josh, DM, do not worry. Really, there are no stories, are there? Except for what we attach on a life when we look back. Once a life has a beginning, a middle, and an end, then we can see its true shape. Once chaos and happenstance are obliged to free their grasps and can no longer touch an existence, then we can perhaps try to attach various narratives to someone's days, with a bias here or there, with little fictions to cover the gaps. I had a story. I had a beginning, middle, and an end. An end which you wrote, DM. But then, because I am so powerful, more powerful than any human, I came back to write a new chapter. Yes, well, it's about time we all <laughs> got on with our lives and... Time? Time? I can see beyond time if I choose. To me, the past, present, and future are all laid out and apparent. Who is to say? Perhaps we can attach a story to your life, DM. Perhaps we can attach a story to its beginning, middle, and end. Perhaps we can attach such a thing sooner than you think. Perhaps we'll see your full story before the year is out. Um, <laughs> Just joshing, guys. After what I've been through, all I want to do is spend time with friends. Let's forgive and forget. Great. We'll celebrate your return, alien. Just give me a sec. Gotta drain the lizard, so to speak. So what happened to all those extra Steves? Mm? Oh, they are fine. I turned them back into the people they were before. Ah. Oh. Great. Mm. 